Hey friends, I'm Jenny Meyer, and you're listening to the Rooted Truth Podcast, where we look at the world through a biblical lens. We talk about real life, biblical truth, and how to walk with Jesus through it all. Be sure to follow me on social at Jenny Meyer and at The Rooted Truth. Also, be sure to subscribe to the members-only, all-exclusive episodes on the Rooted Truth Podcast by going to www.therootedtruth.com. Now let's get started. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to invite you to check out the Rooted Truth Collective. The Rooted Truth Collective is a comprehensive Christian community with biblical deep dive studies on various topics, devotions, audio guides, and community with like-minded individuals. We now have our very own app that is constantly getting more and more biblical content that is always pointing you back to Jesus. Our next live virtual study is coming up soon, so check it out at www.therootedtruth.com. Now let's get started with today's episode. Hi, everyone. We are back with part 11 of the Walking Through the Bible series. I'm excited to be jumping into the book of Ruth today. Ruth is a very short book consisting of only four chapters, but it's packed full of lessons, even for us today. We left off in the time of the judges, and this is when the book of Ruth takes place, during the latter period of the judges. It is assumed that it takes place somewhere between 1100 to 1000 BC, and the author is actually unknown. However, many scholars believe that Samuel the prophet was the one who wrote it towards the end of his life, since it does talk about King David at the very end of the book. So it is believed that Samuel wrote this book. The overarching theme, as stated by my New King James Version study Bible, is this. The book of Ruth provides a platform for some profound understanding of God's covenant plans with his people Israel. We see the details of his plan unfold in the lives of a widow, her foreign-born daughter-in-law, and a distant relative. We also see the lineage of David and Christ established and blessed. Okay, so the book of Ruth was written to the Israelites. It teaches that genuine love at times may require uncompromising sacrifice, as we will see with Ruth herself. Regardless of what life throws at us, we can live according to the will of God. So genuine love and kindness will be rewarded. God abundantly blesses those who seek to live obedient lives, and he extends mercy to the merciful. So we have to remember that in our lives today. So let's dig into the book of Ruth and this over overall story. So remember, the time of the judges were dark, right? It was full of suffering, famine, war. It was judge after judge after judge. And this is exactly where Ruth picks up in verse one, saying, now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land. Okay, so there's a famine going on. So the story begins with a Hebrew family leaving Bethlehem and fleeing the country due to this famine. Elimelech, his wife Naomi, and their two sons head out of Judah to go to Moab. So Moab, remember, was the descendants of the incest that occurred between Lot and his daughters when they gave him too much to drink. Um, That was back in Genesis 19. So this was a pagan nation, Moab. Now, when the family gets to Moab, Elimelech dies, leaving Naomi and her two sons. The sons then take wives for themselves, Moabite women, one of them being Ruth. The story goes on and the two sons die as well. So Naomi here is left 
um, there in Moab with her two daughter-in-laws. And she really believed that the Lord was disciplining her. And she's like, all right, it's time to go back. I've heard that the famine is over. It's time to head back to Judah. So the two daughter-in-laws, Orpah and Ruth, say that they are going to go with her, but Naomi insists that they stay in their home country. Orpah ends up listening to Naomi and she stays in Moab. But in chapter one, verse 16 and 17, Ruth says, entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you for wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God, where you die, I will die. And there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me and more also if anything put but death parts you and me. So Ruth clung to Naomi, right? She ends up going with her on this journey back to Judah. And when they get back to Bethlehem, they have nothing. And Naomi encourages Ruth to glean the fields of a close relative, Boaz. So the Levitical law allowed the poor to go and glean in the fields of the farmers, picking picking up the loose grain that fell. So when the reapers come to harvest the fields, obviously loose grain would fall off, um, the sheaves and the Levitical law said, okay, the poor can go into those fields and pick up what's on the ground so that they can eat. So Ruth goes out to glean and is seen by Boaz, but he not only allows her to continue gleaning in his field, but provides her with ample food. So he goes above the letter of the law to essentially take care of her, take care of the poor. So Ruth goes back and tells Naomi, And she then encourages Ruth to seek marriage with Boaz as a kinsman redeemer. Another thing that the law outlined. So a close relative was required to be a kinsman redeemer and take the widowed wife as his own. So Ruth obeys Naomi, goes back into the threshing floor where Boaz was working. Once he once he finished his day, he ate dinner, he drank some wine, I'm sure. He laid down at the end of a heap of grain. So Ruth goes in that evening, uncovers his feet, which was a way to show submission and to ask for protection. She then lays down at his feet. And at midnight, Boaz is startled. He wakes up and he's like, wait, who are you? So Ruth then asks him to redeem her. And he agrees, but he mentions that he must first be sure that there is no other man out there that's a closer relative. Um, he doesn't want to step in when it's not, you know, when it's someone else's job to do that. So Boaz the next day goes to the city gate, which was where the men gathered and the officials of the city carried out legal business. He finds someone who is a closer relative to Naomi, thus Ruth. However, that man didn't want to redeem Ruth. So he gives blessing to Boaz to do this. So the book wraps up in the last half of chapter four, when Boaz and Ruth are married, all of the Israelites accept her as their own, even though she's an outsider. Ruth then conceives a son named Obed, which is the grandfather of King David and in the lineage of Jesus. Okay. Understand this. The lineage of Jesus had a Moabite woman, an outsider that God brings in 
So overall, this book reveals the extent of God's grace. He accepts Ruth into his chosen people and honored her with a role of continuing the family line into which his son would would come from, which Jesus, right? And his appointed king, King David, um, but then later his son, Jesus, would be born. So Boaz redeems Ruth, which is a picture of what Christ does for us as well. So when Jesus came, he redeemed us from the, from the slavery of sin. And our heavenly father who sent his own son to the cross, he did that so we might become children of God and brothers and sisters of Christ, right? Co-heirs of Christ. By being our redeemer, he makes us his kinsmen. The purpose of the book of Ruth was to demonstrate this kind of love and faithfulness that God desires for us. It shows the difference between what happens when a nation does not follow in obedience of the covenant of God, right? The book of Judges. So we saw everything that was happening, all of the famine, all of the war, just overall dark period, the period of the judges. And then we move into the book of Ruth and we see this contrast of when God's people follow in faithfulness within his covenant, which was Ruth and Naomi. So we have some key verses here in Ruth, first being Ruth 1.16, which I read a, a few minutes ago, but it says, but Ruth said, entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you for wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Then we have Ruth 3.9 that says, and he said, who are you? So she answered, I am Ruth, your maidservant. Take your maidservant under your wing, for you are a kinsman redeemer. And then Ruth 4.17 says, also the neighbor women gave him a name saying, there is a son born to Naomi and they called his name Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David. So like I said, This is a short book, but it is packed full of lessons. So let's learn to live like Ruth, who is a picture of actually a Proverbs 31 woman. And don't forget, if you'd like to download the free PDF that goes along with this series, head over to the new website at www.therootedtruth.com slash walking through the Bible and grab the download. So it's updated each time that I release a new episode in this series. And I hope that you enjoyed it. Again, I know it is short, but we have Ruth, which is only four chapters long, but it is such an amazing, amazing story. So go read it. If you haven't, you can finish it. Um, in one setting. It doesn't take that long to read. And I will be back next time with the book of 1 Samuel, which is actually one of my very favorites, First and Second Samuel. I absolutely love. It is uh, such a cool story. We see the story of um, David all throughout that, and I just love it. So be sure to t- tune in again. Um, most likely next month, we will be diving into 1 Samuel. Have a great rest of your day, you guys. See ya.